Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is October 9th, 2022, Sunday, and we're celebrating the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The Gospel today comes from, uh, from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing that he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. Today's Sunday Gospel raises the very important question of thanksgiving. And Jesus himself points out that it's very important and even necessary to give thanks. In today's Gospel, Jesus heads to Jerusalem, where he's met on the way by a group of ten lepers. In obedience to the law, these are separated from the rest of society. Now, somehow they recognize Jesus, and they had even heard of his healing ability, because they cry out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Now, this is pretty amazing, because in the whole Old Testament, there are only two recorded healings of lepers. Nahum on the Syrian, which is today's first reading, and Miriam, Moses' sister. Now, interestingly enough, rather than give them anything extraordinary to do, Jesus commands them that they go to the priests. This is because for the Israelites, leprosy wasn't just a physical disease. It's also an impurity, almost a sin, as it were. And so they're told to go to the ones who can make them clean. And as they're making their way, they're healed. Now, they must have had some faith in order to start off on their way to the priests, because they hadn't been healed yet, right? They started off on their journey while they were still sick with their illness. But realizing what's happened, only one comes back. And Luke makes a point to tell us that he's a Samaritan. He's the only one who comes back. And because he gives thanks to Christ, Jesus gives him even more. He says, your faith has saved you. So, how does this apply to us? Well, when St. Thomas Aquinas writes about being thankful, about the virtue of gratitude, he points out that to be grateful means three things. He says, first, you need to recognize the favor received. Recognize it. The second is to express your appreciation and thanks of it. And the third is to repay the favor at a suitable time and place, according to our abilities, our capabilities to do so. So, in short, if we really want to give thanks, we need to recognize what we've received. We need to express our gratitude and repay. Recognize, express, repay. So the first step in thanksgiving is to recognize what it is we've been given. Oftentimes we can simply forget that absolutely everything we have is a gift. The simple fact that all of us are alive today, enjoying Sunday, the Lord's Day, is itself a gift of God. He gave us another day of life. He gave us everything we needed to get here. And that's the first thing that calls our attention in today's gospel. Jesus tells the lepers to show themselves to the priest. 
But as their healing takes place, only one, the Samaritan, goes back to give thanks. It's interesting that it's not the Jewish lepers who return. Now, historically, the Jews had received grace after grace, benefit after benefit from God. The Jewish people are the chosen people. They're the recipients of a particular love and blessing from God. And yet, none of them comes back. None of them realized what they had been given, probably because they hadn't been paying much attention. Probably because they were consumed by suffering and illness, they had forgotten to give thanks to God. Their ingratitude had become a habit. If we think a little more about the gospel, we'll see another truth. None of these lepers gave thanks to God for their illness. And that is a hard lesson. Oftentimes we don't think of suffering or the bad things that come our way as something we should give thanks to God for. But they are. Why was the Samaritan able to draw so close to Christ? Precisely because of his illness. Had he not been sick, he wouldn't have needed anything from Jesus. And since he was a Samaritan, he probably would have avoided him because the Samaritans and the Jews hated each other. In other words, part of Christ's plan for the salvation of the Samaritan was his illness. The leprosy, which everybody thought was a curse or a punishment, was precisely the instrument God used to bring the Samaritan to Christ. It's how God brought salvation to the Samaritan. Now, for months or years even, the Samaritan had no idea. It's only in the fullness of time that God's plan was revealed. A plan to make use of that terrible disease of leprosy, something bad, to bring out something supremely good. We can say this is the way God's works. I mean, it was the experience of Joseph as well, if you remember the Old Testament story. Uh, Jacob is, uh, Joseph is Jacob's beloved son, but only because he's the son of Rachel, like his favorite wife. His brothers are jealous, they decide to kill him, but instead they mercifully opt to sell him as a slave. So, after a miserable time as a slave, finally he works his way up to be Potiphar's slave, and ends up promoted to the head of the household, only to be thrown in prison because of a false accusation from Potiphar's wife. Now, in prison, he interprets dreams, and he tells Pharaoh's cupbearer not to forget him, which he does. And then only two years later, does he suddenly remember, oh yeah, this guy named Joseph in prison, who interpreted my dream, yeah, he might be helpful. Then we have the whole story of saving Egypt from all these different things. And so in Genesis 50, his brothers are worried, that after they, they know he's Joseph, he saved them, they're worried that he hasn't forgotten the whole selling him into slavery thing, right? So they go and ask for forgiveness again. Right. So in verse 20, and if you read the New American Revised Edition, it says, Even though you meant harm to me, God meant it for good. That's Genesis 50, verse 20. But that's a hard phrase to translate well. Right. Here, it's, it's repeated the meant and meant. But the verb meant there is literally means to weave or to plait. Right. It captures better this sense of interconnectedness of what just seems like random acts of violence and anger and stupidity or just plain bad luck on Joseph's part. Our lives are a tapestry that God weaves and reweaves to bring us salvation. Our task is to see even these things, even these difficult moments with the eyes of faith. Because if we get bitter or angry, then we won't be thankful. We won't appreciate how God wants to give us good things and give us good gifts through them. Our thanksgiving needs to be a constant attitude then. 
Because God's love is always pouring out the gifts and graces that we need to become saints. If we give thanks whenever somebody gives us a gift, then how much more should we be constantly giving thanks to God? So this leads to the second and third actions. How, how do we express our gratitude and repay? How do we express our thankfulness to God? That's the question asked in Psalm 116. How can I repay the Lord for all the great good done for me? I will raise the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Well, on the one hand, we express our gratitude by prayer, by praising and thanking God as the Samaritan did. And we replay those blessings by living lives full of gratitude, which means what? Living out the commandments, teaching others to love and serve God. This is done mostly by example, by showing our love and gratitude for all the many things that have come our way, no matter how they might appear to human eyes. We show it by giving praise and glory to God at all times. And this, this is truly the spirit we need to have. So today, and really every day, Let's ask through the intercession of Mary, cause of our joy, for the grace of a thankful heart to give thanks to God because his love and mercy endure forever and he's constantly pouring out his blessings upon us. 